Guess who our guest is this afternoon? This is Shonda Pierce. You're like on tour right now. On literally, you're on the bus, right? <laughs> literally, <laughs> I feel so blessed to still be as old as I am and have been doing this for as long as I am, and someone still shows up to sing. <laughs> Amen, hallelujah! And you just had a birthday too. Oh, yes. These are the birthdays we do not speak of. Oh, come on. Any birthday after 60, we don't talk about them anymore. <laughs> I, I'm i getting to that age. I forgot how old I was. My daughter reminds me. And bl- let me tell you, she loves to remind me, too. <laughs> <laughs> how old is she? She is 17. And she's of like, course, she lies and mm-hmm. reminds you. Yeah, teenagers, man, I'm telling you. I'm glad I got that behind me, I can tell you. Oh, see, wait, no, she's 16, gonna be 17. I can't even get her an age right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I have a son who is 32 years old. My baby is 32. I can't believe it. Oh, my goodness. So now she was like, what, barely a year old or so when you started doing this? Because you've been doing this for over 30 years, right? I have. I have. He was a baby, and I would take him with me many times. He was just walking and toddling around, and and here Mama's still going on the bus every now and then. He used to come with me often when he was a kid, but now it's like, this is old stuff to him. He's like, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> well, of course, he's 32. He don't want to go anywhere with his mother. <laughs> Our guest today, comedian, the queen of clean, Shonda Pierce. So you've won just a bunch of awards. You've performed over 30 years, towing your child around as well. And along with all that laughter and family, you've experienced a lot of loss in your life as well. So is it your faith that keeps you smiling? Absolutely. (laughs) Faith in my effector, that helps a little bit. It's an antidepressant. (laughs) Oh, I, uh, you know, I hit the wall running because of all that list you just made about 15 years ago, maybe a little more. And I was so depressed. I just wore myself out. You know, one doctor said it was the beginning of menopause. I slapped him. So I just, uh, and I experienced what a lot of comics do. And, and The good side of what we do is we do get to hear people laughing, and that is great medicine. The bad side of what we do, if we're not careful, our comedy becomes a great deflection, you know, of of trying to avoid what we need to be dealing with or just avoid, you know, uh, life in general. And um, you cannot, as a comedian, you cannot get addicted to that euphoria of making a room laugh. And at the same time, you can't use comedy in a way, uh, in an angry way or a way to get back. It, it will, it will ruin you. And I think a lot of comics fall into that. They become addicted to the excitement of it and they want to mimic that when they're not on a stage. And so they'll turn to alcohol or drugs and we lose. We've lost so many wonderful comics because of their mental wellness. And then, and then at the same time, you have to deal with the stuff. And you're right. I've been through a plethora of grief of every kind. And um, and I, I had to stop and deal with some things and deal with some childhood issues. And I did. And I praise God that if I didn't have a foundation of faith, I don't know that there's enough drugs in the world to help you through that. Mm-hmm. You know, and so 
Jesus has been a focus for me. The Bible is my guideline, and uh, and I have great counselors and doctors, so much so that I founded a counseling center, my brother and I, oh. and uh, that thing is flourishing and going strong, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Branches Counseling Center. You have to Where's that at? So good. The big one is in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and mm-hmm. then we have a couple of satellites in, in uh, around the t- country, but... It is, you know, when the when the Lord prompts you to do something out of your tragedy, that's when you know you've learned something powerful mm. that will be beneficial to others. And mm-hmm. my brother and I, our our childhoods manifest itself in in his life. It manifests itself in addiction, and in my life, it manifests itself in depression. And we went to a, a place to find healing and and laughter and love again, and it changed our lives, but it was so expensive that when we lived in when we lived in Middle Tennessee, and we th- we couldn't think of anybody that could afford to just up and go there when they you know are desperately needed. Back then, insurance wasn't great about mental illness, and and we said this just can't be. And we started working to put things together and a room together and a, then a building together, and doctors and nurses and and counselors all came on board, and now it's. It's bigger than us. <laughs> now I'm just a patient. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes, that. That's exactly right. <laughs> you can't find one. You build it. That's right. <laughs> build it and they will come. That's the theme of my whole career. So our guest today, Shonda Pierce, learning a little bit more about Shonda. And amazingly enough, not only has she been doing comedy all these years, but she also opened up a counseling center. She's got like uh, one main one and then a couple of satellite uh, facilities as well and receiving counseling. She suffers from depression herself. So, you know, a lot of comedians do, it seems like. So her and her brother both went through some counseling and then, you know, the cost is so expensive and very prohibitive for a lot of folks. So she just opened up her own counseling center, making it a lot more affordable to many more people. So along with your comedy, you have your counseling center you've opened up. You've also done movies. And now you've got this play that you're in with John Schneider. And OK, tell me about this. It's about a an Amish girl. It's a musical. Yeah. <laughs> and what? Yeah, that, that's, the, that's worth seeing alone. Just when you go, I'm in an Amish musical. They're like, what? <laughs> So it's the confession. The mommy singing and dancing, you know. Is this based on a true story? Is is there a a Amish girl that's singing and dancing, or what? What's this all about? (laughs) Yeah, it is. Beverly Lewis wrote little Amish romantic uh, books, you know, based on Amish life for years, and she sold probably fifty million copies of them. She's a great famous writer. Well, they begin to take some of them and put them on stage. And uh, and so there's a couple of theaters called Bluegate Theaters around the country in Amish areas, and they'll put these plays on, and people come and shop and see the movies and see the play and all that. Well, then they start putting music to them, and that's been beautiful. And then this one uh, has been so successful, they decided to throw in a couple of celebrities, me and John Schneider. I love and, um, it. And we filmed it live in front of an audience, which is very hard or much harder to do than movies because once once the thing starts you don't stop and uh if there's a flub up you just got to make it work you mm-hmm. know and mm-hmm. so uh, and we had a few i think they took most of them out <laughs> <laughs> so um 
it was just a, a labor of love. We enjoyed it so much. And it was in the theaters uh, for a day. And now I think they're going to put it on Up TV, which I love Up TV. It, it does all the uh, searching for you. You know what I mean? So you can trust everything on there. Yeah. And, uh, so I'm so excited about it. Yeah, okay, so Up TV is where to find the Confession Musical, that's what it's called. Yeah, was, okay, awesome, I'm going to look up uh, Up TV. And sharing hope and inspiration and a whole lot of laughter, our guest today is Shonda Pierce. I have a couple questions here for us to get to know you a little bit better. So, um, Shonda, if you had your choice, would you choose cheesecake or a bowl of fruit? A bowl of fruit, to tell you the truth, isn't that crazy? I'm not even on a diet, but I love fresh veggies and fruit. Amen. Okay, a pickup truck or a Mini Cooper, or name your car. Um, well, if I, if I had my all the money in the world, I probably would have a cute little convertible Beamer or something like that. Mm. But it's not necessary. I live on a farm, so probably a pickup truck is smarter. <laughs> <laughs> a Beamer on a pickup. It, it you look sexy in a pickup truck? I don't know. You can look sassy. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> okay, so would you rather relax with a good book or a night of Netflix bin- binging? Binging, binging, Netflix binging. Oh, man. Yeah, my daughter and I we do that all the time. I get nothing done. Nothing done. Yes. Okay. If it's a good series, man, let's go for one episode to the next. Yeah. All right. So last but not least, sweatpants or a tight skirt with spanks? Sweatpants. Amen. <laughs> High five. High five. Oh, you probably, isn't it great to get comfy in your own skin and you don't have to be all, you know, dressy, dressy anymore? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, my daughter, I drop her off at school in the morning. I see all these kids. They still have their pajamas on. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Nobody bothers getting dressed anymore. They, uh, who needs clothes? I got my pajamas. <laughs> Well, our guest today is the Queen of Clean, Shonda Pierce. Shonda, what keeps you going in this crazy comedy business? It's got to be so hard to do that, facing crowds and, you know, like dealing with, I hope this joke is going to work. I mean, that has to be really <laughs> stressful on you. you know, so what keeps I that spark you, alive? I tell you what's hardest is, uh, it's never kind of been hard to come up with material for me. I'm just sick that way, I reckon. But what's really hard as a believer, when the world is in such a horrible shape, sometimes you feel like your job is, you know, I look very frivolous just talking about goofy stuff when there's people dying from COVID, you know, that kind of thing. Those were hard days. Mm -hmm. But I'm blessed to know that what I do is different from probably most stand-ups out there. I, I never end a night without talking about the love of God and giving him glory and finding a way to help people know who he is and and how they can know who he is, that makes it, seems to me, it's worth more than just the last. And I love that about my job. I love that I've carved out a niche for myself in that way, that uh, my shows have always been more than just the last, and, or I wouldn't do it. At this age, I would just stay home. But I love, I, I feel like that especially now more than ever, people need to laugh and people need to know God. 
Amen. Amen for that. And I love the fact that, you know, they're like, you're the queen of clean and we can feel good taking our families. And yeah, well, that's, you know, debatable. That's the hardest part about comedy is everybody has a different opinion of what they think is funny. Mm -hmm. What I might think is funny, my grandmother might not. Right. (laughs) (laughs) She's so crazy. Shauna Pierce, the queen of clean, our guest today. Well, it's been a long career, over 30 years. Our guest, Shonda Pierce. So what's been one of your greatest rewards in your career, looking back? I've had wonderful managers and agents along the way, and they really, some have guided me a little better than others, but most of them always, you know, brought something to the table that I really learned. And the best thing that I learned was to not get so high and mighty and not spend so much money. And uh, I think at the end of this time, and I am getting ready to retire, I think I'm blessed that I can retire and not be in debt. And that, that is, you know, and thank you, Dave Ramsey. That is such a beautiful, um, beautiful thing to learn, especially being a widow now and knowing that when I, when I retire, I'm it. You know, yeah, there's nothing else that's going to bring an income in because I, if I don't work, I don't make money. And um, and so I've tried to be very, very smart. So when this day comes, I can I can rest and still eat. <laughs> you know, that must have brought its own challenges, you know, having become a widow and then still trying to find your humor. And like, how many years has it been since you lost your husband? Oh, I think it's been nine years now. <sighs> and um, and it, the, the wound is still there, you know, but you learn to walk again and then you learn to laugh again and now you learn to live again yeah because you talk about yeah the sweetest gift or the sweetest you know uh tribute that you can be to someone you love is to live well uh and so i i I plan to see him again so i'm trying to live well yeah have you decided if you're going to start dating again is that kind of on the (laughs) to-do list (laughs) you know i think dating has been the whole online dating stuff, I thought at first that's going to be the best oh, material of my career. Boom. Now it's just saddest material. It is. It is. Been I don't date. I'm really not interested. God would really have to, you know, shine a shining light on a man in front of me, I reckon. I don't Amen. know. But I just, I, you know, I'm blessed. I had a wonderful life with a man for 32 years, and I, and I feel like, you know, until the Lord really sends somebody, I'm 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 pretty good to go. <laughs> so we were talking about binging on Netflix, and I was kind of binging on some of your videos. I started watching a couple of videos over the weekend, and then I couldn't stop. It was like one after another kept coming up, and so I just spent the last couple of days just reminiscing over the years and just laughing and laughing. And so, you know, what's one of your favorite jokes? Oh, you know, when I first started talking about Spanx, it was always fun because, you know, the audience so relates. I love stories and jokes that people so relate to that they just about pee their pants. That's a goal, you know, of mine, that every, someone <laughs> in the audience pees their pants. And you know what actually has happened? Women have come up to me and said, I want you to see what you made me do. It's so fun. But, um, you know, jokes are like you giving birth to babies. You, how do you pick which one that you like the most? Oh, but I right. sure do. Love, I love talking about my mama and my grandma. They're the because they're uh-huh. hilarious. Yeah. My grandma was a hilarious Christian. 
grouchy and mean, but she provided me a lot of material. (laughs) That's a great combination right there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So tell us a little about your show. I'm just so happy to be back on the road and, and hit some of the places I haven't been able to come to in a long time because as I do wind it down, you know, I don't know when I'll be able to get back to Spokane again. I am, I really think this might be my last roll through and I, I just wanted to go to some places that I love and that I love the people and I want to say goodbye to them face to face. I have been doing this a long, long time. And, and right now I feel like it's the greatest partnership I've ever had on the road. And that is uh, my sweet opening act is Karen Williams, who is just, just a ball of, of just a bottle rocket. She's just this cute and, and sweet, but she's a great worshiper and she writes fun, cute songs and yet she will turn around and just have you worshiping in about two minutes. I love that. I love that about people. Um, I just have a great group of uh, on the bus. It's a very small crew, and uh, and I like it that way. It's it's always like a little family out here, and I think we all can sense that it's time for Miss Peter. Wind it down. <laughs> Wind it down. Well, you know what? We are so honored that we're on that list. What a real treat to uh to be part of that lineup and be part of that list for your because this is you're saying this is kind of like your little farewell tour then right it is you know my manager goes tell him he says quit telling people that you might run out of money and have to go back to work (laughs) well you know you could do a tom brady and come back after a year or so so. (laughs) again and again Well, the Elton John has been on his farewell tour for like five years. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shauna, thank you so much. What a real treat to be able to talk to you. And, and any final thoughts you want to leave everybody with? Uh, I just hope wherever you are today, I hope you have a great day and a great laugh. But I can't wait to see you in Spokane. It's a beautiful city, and we're going to have a blast. You're so cute. You're so adorable. Thank you, sweetheart. <laughs> Amen. Have a good night. You too. Soon. Keep smiling. Right, <laughs> Wherever you are today, I hope you have a great day and a great laugh. But I can't wait to see you in Spokane. It's a beautiful city. And never stop listening to Shine 104.9.